Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Alcaptonuria is a rare disorder in which a person's urine will turn dark blue or black when exposed to air. That would freak me out if I went pee and it was black. I would just immediately go to the ER be like, yes, I think I'm the devil. <laughs> This is Jonesy, comedian in Los Angeles, and you're listening to Weird AF News on Anchor. Today is Saturday, August 19th, and let's get into some weirdness. Just when you think you've seen everything, a Cincinnati zoo uses a dating site-like program to hook up animals. You know, I've been embarrassed myself that I've used dating sites, or rather, dating apps, and... (laughs) Now that I see there's hippopotamuses using dating apps, I don't feel so bad. (laughs) The Cincinnati Zoo and Botanical Garden is taking a modern approach to finding the perfect mate for the animals under its care. The zookeepers have gotten matchmaking down to a science using a system that zoo director Thane Maynard described as an animal version of a popular dating site. It's carefully decided, a little like Match.com, who's going to hook up with who, Maynard told ABC affiliate. The breeding program is called the Species Survival Program, and it is an international effort managing more than 450 different species. And this dating program is working. The Cincinnati Zoo is experiencing a recent baby boom. Rare animals like the ring-tailed lemurs, endangered Malaysian tiger cubs, a baby red panda, and a baby black rhino. All of them have been critically endangered and now they're experiencing a boom. So this is good for species like that. I just find it, I mean, can't you just find another of the same species and just put them in a cage together? I mean, do you need a dating app for this? I mean, if you just put them in a cage together, eventually they'll get it on, right? Isn't that how animals do it in the wild? I mean, that's how I like to do it. (laughs) Just kidding. It's much more complicated than this. I had no idea, but zookeepers must work hard to ensure compatibility between the animals chosen to mate. Uh, And this can be an intricate process. Some factors that are considered when matching animals include genetics, social breeds, zoo interest, and the zoo's capacity to house additional animals. In addition, the program pays special attention to the animal's family tree when choosing mates in an effort to promote genetic diversity. Well, I guess in that instance, it's really good to get the science down and and match them up that way. I tell you, though, this is a little mind-blowing. Hey, so next time you guys are opening that Bumble app, don't feel so bad about yourself. Somewhere out there, a lemur is also on Bundle looking through profiles. (laughs) This is Weird AF News, and I'm Jonesy. A bar in Japan uses a monkey for a waiter. I love it. Japan does amazing things. They're always pushing the boundaries. You want weird stuff? Go to Japan. I love Japan. Can we all go to Japan together? Let's do a field trip. (laughs) We'll call it the Weird AF News Japanese Excursion. Who's in? (laughs) In Utsuno... Oh, man, I I can't say... The problem with all the weird stuff in Japan is it's hard to say the places. Okay, here we go, guys. Utsunomoya Tojiji... Utsunomoya... Oh... Utsunomiya Tojigi Perfecture in Japan. Yes, nailed it. There's a bar there called Kayabuki, which employs a 17-year-old monkey named Fuku-chan. 
it's a female. People from all over the world come to this bar to experience Fuku-chan in all her glory. She passes out napkins, glasses, she gives you beers, she opens beers, she brings you appetizers. Amazing. She's done this since the age of three when the owner one day gave her a napkin and noticed that she immediately brought it to a customer. Now people come from all over the world to receive many a beer from Fuku-chan and take selfies with her and her babies. Apparently it's very popular to take selfies with the monkey babies at this place. I just love the idea of getting served by monkeys. I just, this is, should be on your bucket list. Things to do in life, you know, you like go to the pyramids, visit Easter Island, uh, you know, I don't know, kiss the Blarney Stone, and go to Japan and have a monkey bring you beers all night. Oh my god, that's so fun. At the end of the day, Fuku-chan gets paid in bananas. Sounds to me like a good deal. This is Weird AF News, I'm Jonesy. Make sure you give me an applause and favorite my station, and we'll see you again. So Poland spring water is not spring water after all. Apparently it's just regular groundwater. You know, I had an idea that this was the case. I was wondering for years, like, do these water bottle companies, do they really get the spring water? Are they really from a volcano, <laughs> like, like the Fiji one says? Or are they just coming out of a tap or just regular groundwater and they're fooling us all? And in the case of Poland Springs, apparently fooling us all. The complaint alleges that not one drop of Poland spring water emanates from a water source that complies with the Food and Drug Administration's definition of spring water. The standard says that water derived from an underground formation from which water flows naturally to the surface of the earth may be spring water. It can only be collected at the spring or through a borehole that taps into the underground formation feeding the spring. The lawsuit claims that Nestle misidentifies hundreds of millions of gallons of Poland spring water as, quote, spring water and has allegedly misrepresented on every Poland spring water label that the water in the bottle came from one or more of the eight purported natural springs in Maine. Rather than being collected from pristine mountain or forest springs, Poland spring water products all contain ordinary groundwater that the company collects from wells it drilled in saturated plains or valleys where the water table is within a few feet of the earth's surface, the lawsuit claims. Well, that is just, that is just not very nice. That is uh, very misleading. The complaint also alleges that none of Nestle's eight sites in Maine are connected to water that flows from the natural orifice of a genuine spring, nor do they contain water that is collected from the same underground stratum that feeds a natural spring. And no Poland spring products contain water that has the same physical, chemical, and quality characteristics as water that flows from the natural orifice of a genuine spring. So very ungenuine spring-like, basically, is what this lawsuit is saying. In a statement to consumers, the spokesperson for Nestle Waters North America says the claims made in the lawsuit are without merit and an obvious attempt to manipulate the legal system for personal gain, of course. That's what this person's paid to say. The spokesperson said Poland Spring is 100% spring water. Trust us. And then winked. <laughs> well, I guess we'll see as this lawsuit plays out. If it's, if it's really spring water. And what I'd like to know is how many other of these companies might be pulling the wool over our eyes. All those dollars I've spent on having water inside a box because I thought it was better. <laughs> I've been fooled. This is Weird AF News and I'm Jonesy.